0: An hour of truth for the battered but proud people of the Empire State. From the financial and entertainment epicenter of New York City to the sleeping and empty small cities and towns of upstate, which once bustled with manufacturing, mining, and farming. We all know from inspiration, history, and nature, we deserve a return to the success and growth of generations past, a birthright being squandered by corruption in Albany. And the depredations of an insecure, scheming mountebank posing as governor, who loathes both us and himself. As liberty beckoned to enslaved peoples behind the Iron Curtain via American broadcasts after World War II, we now say, believe, rise, and join us. Welcome to Radio
1: Free New York. Hey, everyone. Uh Kevin and uh Sean here today. Welcome to Radio Free New York. We're broadcasting from uh I guess the Liberty Attic, whatever. You you tried to come up with some other names for this. Uh the Liberty Safe show. House. So so we're broadcasting remote today. Practicing some uh, social distancing, except for each other, I guess. We're just you yeah, know, we're, we're libertarians. We're, yeah.
0: we're 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 tougher than that.
1: Yeah, we're also, you know, just, just used to social distancing, I suppose, right? Yeah,
0: so <laughs> we politically distance ourselves, yeah, right. why not? Yeah.
1: I know, that's, that's one of those stereotypes <clears throat> that we always get. But, no, we're here on Radio Free New York today, so thank you so much for joining us, uh, either on uh, WYSL, uh, one of our many internet broadcasts, uh, on our Facebook pages, Radio Free New York, Andrew C. Hollister, uh, Twitter, YouTube, any of those, thanks for joining us. Or if you're joining us for a rebroadcast on WENY or WACK, thank you so much for listening in today. Yes. So we appreciate you, uh, you being part of this show. And again, uh, always... Uh, if you can, you know, uh, comment in and, and tell us what you're thinking about what we're talking about today. Uh, we are we have a few different topics lined up.
0: Well, I'm just happy that we made it through the beginning introductions without calling me the agent of chaos.
1: I mean, do, do you want me to introduce you as the agent of chaos? I again? am I, the agent of chaos. You are the agent of chaos. Sean Phelan, agent of chaos. Yes, of course. Uh, we'll, we'll, see what, we'll see how it goes today.
0: <laughs> yeah, never know. It's If it it's, is Fake News Friday.
1: Oh, it sure is. So we'll get to that in the last segment. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I feel like there's enough chaos right now. There's enough chaos. There's enough panic. Sean, come on, panic. Yes, be, panic be, the, be the agent of calm. I uh,
0: believe it or not, I, I am the rock in the storm on this. Yeah, I, I'm. Well, you're not worried. Watching people run around like nuts, toilet paper. They're hoarding toilet paper. All things. It's like I got bad news for you people, but like, wet paper towel does the same thing, if not better.
1: Wet paper towel. Oh, I mean. Well, unless you go, and there's no paper towels, too.
0: Right, but everybody's getting the toilet paper, not the paper Oh, towel. have you been
1: to a store lately?
0: Oh, no. I. Just Bro, it's all gone.
1: It's crazy. It, no, people, it, what, actually, what frustrates me is that, that people are just, like, panic buying, like, ten things of it, and I have friends who've done that. I'm like, guys, don't, you, you don't need to do that. Just buy, like, the one thing of it,
0: My my German it's fine. My German friend was Maybe one extra. Me it's, um, they call it Hamsterkrung, something
1: like that. Um, yeah it's it's I, basically yeah,
0: basically you're you, you're acting like a hamster and you're and you're buying so it's right. hamster buy
1: so hamster i have never heard it's that one. German. i'm going to have to look that up yeah, yeah no, if you your friend uh, like listens to this so yeah tell him to text you the word the correct, uh, if it's in german i'll probably be able to work my way through it so it's <laughs> Uh, no, that's uh, That's an interesting phrase. I've never heard that. Yeah, before. Hamster,
0: hamster buying. It's going out and, and hoarding up a bunch of stuff that you normally would not have uh, hoarded up on, and because you're in a panic mode because you think the world's going to end. And...
1: Yeah. No. I mean, people. People are definitely doing that, and we've talked about this a, a couple times this week now. Um, that yeah, that's that's how people are operating. Is they're they're buying. Um, you know, uh, uh, toilet paper, most infamously, but I, you know, I went to the store last night and, you know, 10 o'clock at night, there's no, a lot of frozen potatoes are gone. A lot of the peanut butter is gone. Cause I, soups. Soups, cans, soups. Like, all the cans, cans are, gone, are gone. Beans are gone. Um, and in fact, you know, it's, yeah, it, it's, it's bizarre. Like, I, I've seen, like, lots of jokes. Like, is everyone, like, prepping for the first year of, like, a Bernie presidency? Like, what's... This is something, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, like, the bread was out. Uh, yeah. And, and 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 I see someone commented. Robert, yeah, we're we're gonna talk about uh the, the Fed stuff uh, later in the show for sure. Hamsterkauf. Hamsterkaufer. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's supposed to be an umlaut, but yeah, yes, hamster kauf for buying like a hamster. All right, hamster kauf. <laughs> I get that. I could put those words together. That's yeah. that. Learn something new today. But, yeah, no, people are buying People are buying up all the staples. Couldn't buy pasta, you know, which is, fortunately, you know, like, one of my favorite foods. I like to oh, buy that stuff Don't say up.
0: that too loud. My Italian friends would be very upset to hear yeah. that.
1: Well, and, and uh, so here, here's the interesting thing is, like, people are buying up all this stuff really quick. They're buying more than they need to in a lot of cases. Uh, and it's interesting. I'm, I'm getting – I'm seeing criticism from people on the left being like, oh, look, this is how capitalism responds to a crisis. And it, this is, you know, what uh, – capitalists say that like socialist countries look like this is what Venezuela looks like mm-hmm. but but here's the thing about that is that those shelves are going to be restocked tomorrow oh yeah yeah they're they're going to be restocked the next day that there's there's still stuff in the back people are buying it a lot quicker than it is especially mm-hmm. like the big high volume items and by which i mean they they take up a ton of space that stuff just takes a while to like refill sometimes
0: it's funny i'm kind of a prepper by default, I guess you could say, because I've already got a ton of toilet paper I had saved up, and, and I've got a bunch of canned goods that have been saved up, and I have water purification system set up, and so, Yeah.
1: Yeah, no, all that stuff. Uh, you know, and it's good to set that stuff up. Water's probably not going to go out. Power's not going to go out. Gas isn't going to go out. You, you should always keep that stuff on hand anyway, though, because, like, we've seen, like, a couple years ago, I remember you lost power in that, like, snow or that windstorm. Yes. And then it got, like, 20 below zero. Yeah. And, yeah, you got to be prepared for stuff like that. And so, like, generally, you should keep supplies yeah. on hand. It's not a bad idea.
0: Yeah, no, I I got through it no problem. I mean, I had the heavy blanket, and uh, it was good to go.
1: Yeah, and so I, I do want to say, you know, what – I I don't – again, I'm going to keep repeating this over and over again. Like as long as uh, Andrew keeps letting me host the show is that like you guys – y'all shouldn't panic. Most of us are probably going to be fine. But it is – Something you should take seriously if you're the, the COVID-19 thing like can actually hurt people. It is actually killing people mm-hmm. like a two percent death rate is still a lot of people could die. Right. You know, and again, it's it's the people who are most vulnerable, people who are already sick, people who are elderly. But, you know, I, I want my you know, grandparents to live through this type of thing. Right. So hey, um, you're not for some social cleansing. No, no, no. That's a no. horrible thing. That's a, oh, that's what the nature does. That's what the tankies do. That's no, what Mother Nature
0: a, does. She just shakes us off like a bad case of fleas.
1: I mean, so so that's the thing is like, you know, throughout history uh, – actually, I, there, there's a, a history podcast I was uh, listening – or an interview with a guy who hosted a history podcast. And he's like, mm-hmm. there's a good chance – and I, this is recorded six months – there's a good chance that uh, – We're going to face another pandemic in another few years because history shows that like that's just what happens to humanity. A new disease comes along. It wipes a bunch of people out, you know, and if that doesn't happen, that's almost more interesting than if it does happen because it is normal to have this type of thing. And and the big thing now is like, you know, how do we how do we deal with it? How do we respond to it? How does it affect the economy, which is huge again? And we want to talk about the Federal Reserve thing. We want to talk about how a lot of businesses are getting shut down. And I want to talk about how Governor Cuomo is responding to this, uh, because I think some of the things that he's done, um, it's it's kind of a mixed bag. I understand what he's trying to do, but it's it's really going to hurt a lot of businesses coming up.
0: It, it's a shame that we can't <clears throat> talk to anybody who is a doctor or a nurse Back during the 1919 pandemic.
1: Oh, we can read about it. I got a, I got right. a book on the shelf behind me about it, actually.
0: Right. But I'm just saying, you know, it's, it's you know, to get that first-hand experience. Because, I mean, it did wipe out like a quarter of Buffalo's population or something like
1: that. Yeah, no, it was a huge number of people. And, you know, like uh, Philadelphia was hit particularly hard, which is why they had canceled the uh, parade. Uh, in in Rochester, they canceled the St. Patrick's Day Parade. There's uh, an infamous case of like Philadelphia. got a huge spike of the Spanish flu cases Mm -hmm. uh, immediately after the St. Patrick's Day Parade because everyone was out and about, not knowing they were contagious, spreading it to everyone, and it hit all at once. And that's why you're going to hear a bunch of people talking about this thing called uh, Flatten the Curve, uh, which is basically just about uh, responding to system capacity in hospitals, right? So if everyone gets sick all at the same time, there may not be enough hospital beds to be able to treat right. everyone effectively. Right. And so if you need a, a ventilator and you need you know, breathing assistance, uh, there may not be enough of those for you if everyone gets sick at the same time. If right. that sickness is spread out over six months, two years, whatever... The system capacity won't be reached, and and for those of you watching online, I, I posted an image of what I'm talking about here. Right. And this makes a lot of sense to me. See, what they're seeing in Italy right now mm-hmm. is they they've started to go beyond the system capacity. Everyone's like getting sick yeah. at once, so mm-hmm. now they're starting to be like, "Oh, shoot, maybe we just shouldn't treat old people now."
0: Yeah, that's
1: yeah, and I mean that's that's the national start health making health the, making that
0: decision work. who lives, who dies, kind of thing.
1: Yeah, and I, that's a horrible position to be in. And and the United States, under our like sort of kind of free ish market healthcare system, but not really, it is still better positioned than a lot of other countries. But that oh, doesn't yeah. mean we can't reach a capacity eventually. We shouldn't be careful. And again, I, I after we we get back from the next break, I do want to talk about you know what uh, Governor Cuomo is doing to try to respond to this and some of the ways it's good and some of the ways it's going to really hurt the economy and cause a lot of long-term damage to us. So thanks again for listening to Radio Free New York. We'll be back in just a few minutes. You're listening to Radio Free New York.
0: COVID-19 update. <laughs> All right.
1: All right. Welcome back, everyone, to Radio Free New York. Yeah, we have a a nice jingle in studio. We've been talking about COVID-19 so much that uh, we we felt like uh, we needed a... Jingle to go along with it.
0: COVID 19 update.
1: Yeah, so so we have that now. Uh so thanks everyone here uh for listening to Radio Free New York. We appreciate you being here. Um and again thanks to everyone who um is is listening today again uh on Facebook and on Twitter and on YouTube, Robert, Carrie, Drew, uh you guys uh, we really appreciate it. Um, yeah, so we're we're still talking about uh, some of the COVID nineteen stuff and what how New York State has responded to this, and this came out after yesterday's show, or it might have been like during, uh, but I, I read it immediately afterwards. That again, and some of this stuff is happening so fast that like, and it, and it is so impactful on on both our our liberties and on like our day to day lives that I want to keep talking about it, and I hate to keep like you know doing this stuff, but it, but it, it makes a big difference. And so what governor Cuomo's done is he has banned uh, assembly, uh, uh venues. They'll have, uh, assemblies of over 500 people or more. So right. all events over 500 people, uh, are now prohibited. Mm. Um, so like, you know, St. Patrick's Day parade, uh, parade in Rochester was canceled. I think the Buffalo one, uh, is, or will be canceled. Uh, the, uh, race I was going to do this weekend is canceled. They had their event permits pulled, mm. um, so so all these uh, big events that were going to happen in New York, say all the Broadway shows no longer allowed uh they're, they're ending immediately. All these events are happening. And, and again, part of that is related to the kind of flatten the curve thing. Right. Like you want to reduce your exposure to uh, people who may be contagious and try to spread out how quickly an Im- uh, illness impacts a community. Right. So you yep. don't have you know, a huge portion of the community all at once, like, even though we have a, a great <clears throat> medical system in the Rochester area, uh, it, we don't want everyone doing it at once, right? right? So part of me thinks, okay, this is this is prudent, maybe this is wise. Uh, the other part of me, you know, gets worried whenever the, the governor says, like, no, you're no longer allowed to assemble, you know, and we had talked about this, Bob and I had talked about this, it's like, hey, like, so any, like, uh, you know anti-safe act rallies that you had coming up in the next few months, suddenly you're no longer able to do that because those draw thousands of people uh, and they, they don't want you going there anymore.
0: So you're not going to join us for the big protest, the libertarian protest uh, tonight, five o'clock downtown. You're not going to do that.
1: Well, you know, are we going to be more than 500 people? That's <laughs> I hope so. No. Yeah. Right. No, uh, no, no, no protest no downtown. downtown. No, protest. no, but, but Although that is, is you know, tempting. yeah. So, so, I mean, again, I, I don't, I don't like that this is going to be a thing that's going to become normalized, right? Be so and that's f- that's what it is. That would be so we'll funny,
0: like actually holding a protest to protest the – gathering rules that are being placed against us and then when the cops come to like you know go okay that's it we're gonna have to arrest you just start coughing incredibly oh, hard goodness. and then see how quickly they want to arrest you
1: great so sean the <laughs> troll is here doing that yeah i mean you're not the first person to say that it's like oh what are they gonna do like you know no one no one's gonna want to go near that
0: yeah what are it's they gonna problem. do give me medical treatment oh yeah. oh heaven forbid so i mean so
1: i mean but but that's a, a legit thing to, to consider though is like okay again do, do do we how how hard do we protest this type of thing? Like again, voluntary action is important to me. I'm actually I I've seen like a number of presidential candidates who are like, hey, like I'm traveling from state to state. I could already be sick and not know it. I'm not going to to go to these conventions. Libertarian presidential candidates because you know I, I could be sick and I could be spraying it to new people and they don't want to be a part of that. Uh, and you know, so, so where they can, they're doing things by video. They're doing things remote. Right. Um, so it's it, it makes sense. And that you should take voluntary action to you know again do what they call social distancing. And and, and it it doesn't have to come from a top down government edict. And again, what what I what I worry about is that this becomes a permanent thing, that for our right. safety, five years from now, Governor Cuomo is still saying we can't have assemblies of 500 right. more people that's without what was a special to, permit.
0: That's what I was going to get to. It's like at what, how many days or how many weeks do we tolerate this, and what kind of like, socio-cultural economic effects is it going to have?
1: Yeah, it's having a huge impact on the economy already, and like you can already see it. Like a, The other part of that uh, order is that for venues that are smaller than 500 – uh, that have a capacity of less than five hundred. So let's say you have a restaurant that has a capacity for two hundred people. Mm-hmm. Their their permitted uh, allowance of people in there is now cut by half. So if you can have two hundred oh. people, you can only have one hundred people there. I didn't if know you that. Can have fifty people in a room, you can only have twenty five people in the wow. room. So that's getting cut in half. And again, this is coming from uh, Governor Cuomo, who's just uh, issued uh, an order to do that um and it, but that's kind of a big deal you know if like suddenly like you're you're uh, a restaurant owner or or you're the wait staff and suddenly you, the number of tables you're getting are cut in half your income's going to drop pretty hard
0: well i was actually on my way here talking with a friend about the impact if they close schools that school bus drivers are going to lose uh, work and so are um substitute teachers
1: yeah and and stuff's just going to uh, grind to a halt uh, it, and, and that's that's the problem uh, is that, like, suddenly everything is just uh, going to stop and people are going to run out of money and, you know, they're not going to be able to go out and, and spend on things, right? They're not going to be able to go buy goods. So, so factories that are producing... I just touch my face again! My goodness, I need to stop that. <laughs> uh, so factories that, that that are producing goods and services, it starts to like break its way <laughs> up along the line, right? Uh, and so that's why that's why the stock markets have been tanking in the last few days because they think the next six months, uh, a lot of companies are going to slow down production drastically. China's already slowed down production significantly. Mm-hmm. The the trade war that we're in doesn't really help with a lot of that stuff. Right. Uh, I guess the the. The policy coming out of uh, the the White House right now is they they were announcing. Oh, well, President Trump had kind of announced that trade was going to stop with Europe, but I guess that's not true. That the they corrected that. That was just some confusion coming out of that that Oval Office speech.
0: Really? Yeah. Trump saying something confusing. I know, mm. so that's
1: what happened. But again, so all this stuff is gonna start kind of uh, a domino effect. That your people aren't gonna go out and see movies. They're yeah. not gonna go out to restaurants, even though like you, you really should go support like your local small business owner, your your local restaurant or something. Like if you're worried about being out and about with people, like just you know get takeout, right? Right. Because because there, there's a lot of good steps you can do to to like not be around a lot of people at the same time. Like get takeout instead of like hanging out in a densely packed bar. That's fine. You know maybe. Don't go to as many bars this weekend, or if like it's too crowded, wait, like wait, you what? I know Where it's Saint Irish. Patrick's Day weekend. Yeah, I know. Look, man, that's I the hard part. right? I'm not
0: getting sick. I got my bottle of whiskey at home. All I'm right, good. so
1: you'll just like sanitize, like all right, like if you're if you're, you're getting in your outside, inside you're just and outside, out. yeah, yeah, sure, uh, yeah. So we'll, we'll see if that works. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm good. Um, but yeah, I mean, again, I I don't. I'm worried that some of my favorite places are going to close like that, that if they're already, you know, like a, a business that's on an edge and like small restaurants, small breweries, stuff like that, a lot of them are on the edge and people are not going out because of fear. And, 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 and some of that people aren't going out. Like some people are, are, you know, self isolating. They think they may have been exposed to someone who had coronavirus and like, all right, I may be contagious for two weeks. I'm not going to go out and, and risk getting other people sick because okay. of this. I'm
0: all about statistics, statistical analysis, the numbers, you know, and the odds on you being in contact with somebody with the COVID-19 virus is less than if you got in touch with somebody who had uh, tuberculosis uh, possibilities. Well, okay. Tuberculosis is way, way, way higher in both uh, numbers and death rate in this country.
1: Well, so th- that's the strange thing about this, right, is that we, we don't, we kind of don't know how things are going to turn out, right? Like, we don't know how many, because the CDC totally bungled the ability for private organizations to develop and implement testing kits, we don't know how many people well, are actually they, sick already. They
0: lifted that, and within, like, 10 no, hours. No, they did. So yeah, like, yeah, no, within eight
1: out. days, someone, like, developed yeah, a, like, a new test. And it's ridiculous. And, like, other countries are able to do this, and we can we can't import tests either. It's the dumbest policy that the federal government is is bungling this response to the pandemic, which is yeah. why, you know, I'm a believer in, in the free market and the private market and in, in there, there may be a role for government in this, but my goodness, don't chain the free market at this time. This is how we're going to ensure that we get all the goods and services that we need, that we have people who are innovative and are able to find creative ways to solve these problems. If you, if you try to get that one top down response from the government, you're going to yeah. end up hurting us more than you're helping if, us. If
0: the government was taken out of the loop completely and this whole thing happened i'd say that we'd already have uh, uh trials of uh cures there'd be trials already
1: well i mean there, there are actually it's what's interesting is there there are people who are trying it out right now so there's uh, bob and i were talking about this yesterday but john you got to listen to the show i My do goodness. just mean oh. i'm paying attention oh goodness no no we're talking about it. there's a a company in rochester who thinks they they may have a, a treatment solution but it's going to mm. take a while for the fda to to approve it and yeah. everything and there's yeah. there's a few other possibilities out there um, and we, you know, it, it may take a while for, for it to get through the government processes, even if we know like the, the drug itself is already safe and show some like promising results. So getting into the trial phase may, may take a little while, unfortunately. Well, but... if,
0: if the base of it is made out of Jenny beer, then we know it's okay.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, that's no, fine. You know, it's only <laughs> local, though. <laughs> Yeah, Oh, that's we're, we're inoculated with it because of that. Uh, but no, and again, getting back to my my big point too uh, about like your, your tuberculosis comparison. Again, we, we we kind of don't know what it is right now, right? Mm-hmm. So, and and that's the 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 frightening thing about this virus is that you could be contagious for two weeks. You know, like I mean, it, to be truthful, like you or I could have it right now and we wouldn't necessarily know it for another few days, and then we're we're going about our business on stuff. And, you know, we could be getting other people sick. And that, that's, that's the, the part that is, is frightening and, uh, and why, like, if you're exposed to someone, why you shouldn't go out. You should self-isolate.
0: I, I do also believe in mind and body are tied. And you can actually get yourself into such a panic that, oh, my God, I'm going to be exposed and blah, 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 that you actually will lower your own immunity and you will get sick with just a regular flu or a cold or something. You know, just because you've talked yourself into being sick, basically.
1: Oh, sure, maybe. I mean, and that's, a, that's a possibility, but, like, that's not the only thing. You could also actually get sick.
0: Right, well, <laughs> that's, that's what, what I'm a saying. Thing. You talk, like there, you talk all, your immune real system down, going on, you know. But, you know, I don't live my life on what ifs, you know. What if I get sick? No, yeah.
1: and, and I agree. Yeah, okay. I so so I, I, I agree, like, you know, if you, if you haven't been exposed to anyone that you know is sick and you're able to... Uh, uh, mitigate those risks effectively, then then do so, right? Uh, so, I, and I'm, I'm happy to, you know, say go live your life. Yeah, but, but also be careful. Wash right. your hands and whatnot.
0: Right, wash your hands. Be All a right. respectable adult. Go to your liquor store and get some whiskey.
1: All right. So when we come back, uh, we'll talk about the uh, Federal Reserve inserting uh, 500 billion to 1.5 trillion dollars into the economy. Yeah, wonderful. You're listening to Radio Free New York. All right, we're back. We're back here in Radio Free New York. Thanks again for joining us here today. Um yeah. Yeah, So so we're we're... all right, yeah. Sorry. (laughs) I got distracted by something. Squirrel. Yeah, no, don't worry about me. Just make sure the sound levels are fine. I'm do I'm producing and you know oh well you got Bob D'Angelo producing in studio of course but I'm I'm producing on this end too making the sound level yeah, stuff should... then Bob makes the magic work on the radio and I'm trying yeah. to do stuff here man I'm not Andrew ain't as good as the tech stuff I know right Andrew's smooth know. you know my goodness
0: uh, we should have Bob queue uh, up the Pink Floyd money right now money, money. oh uh,
1: missed opportunity oh well. <laughs> Yeah. Uh we'll we'll see it. we'll see if we can uh, get something like that later. Uh but anyway, so we wanted to talk about uh some of you may have seen this headline and, and here's one from uh, USA Today it says New York Federal Reserve injects one point five trillion into markets amid coronavirus chaos for stocks. Yeah. Um and so I want to talk about what that means. obviously that grabbed my attention. Oh yeah. I know think about uh Federal Reserve um it, policy all the time, you know libertarians like to talk about this, and it 's one of those kind of esoteric things uh that that you know we're we're always thinking about you know how does this impact uh, you know the economy because the federal Reserve does a lot of things to inject quote unquote money into uh the uh, economy to try to uh, boost things up there. You, you may hear it on the news all the time. The Federal Reserve is also doing things like adjusting interest rates. So if they lower the interest rates a little bit, it'll make things uh, a bit more – a bit easier, supposedly, for, for businesses to get loans. They, it's cheap to get loans, so they'll they'll uh, take on more debt, take on more money to go out and do that. The only problem with that, of course, is you end up with um, an inflated economy with, with a lot of debt that uh, – Sometimes you end up with a bubble that people can't pay off.
0: So would you like would you like to introduce your one of your favorite terms, fiat currency?
1: Fiat currency. Oh sure. Uh, Yeah. It's it's currency by fiat. It's currency that the government says. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, but but fiat (laughs) is a word. It's it's currency that the government says. Use this. This is the currency that uh, has value as compared to something that has some other intrinsic value to people like, like gold might right. have intrinsic value. Silver might have intrinsic value. Toilet paper might have intrinsic value. You like, know?
0: The, like the money is being printed, but it has the backing of gold as, a, as the value.
1: So, yeah, so that's part of it. And we, we right. no longer back our currency by gold. I mean, that's, we, that's we kind of a back, whole other issue. It's just but, back
0: because the government says it's yeah,
1: Well, it's back because, yeah, the well, government says kind it kind of has value. So. The, you know,
0: they're just printing money again like fools. And uh... yeah,
1: so so that's part. And it's, you know, I had to read about this to figure out, like, what was going on a little bit, because this isn't quite the same as like a quantitative easing operation where they just kind of like inject a bunch of money into the economy. Mm -hmm. Uh, What they're doing is what's called like a a repo operation. And, you know, again, this this confused me. So if anyone's an economist and and can comment in on this type of stuff, like, please do. You know, I would love to to hear what you have to say, Mm -hmm. uh, because I, I don't always understand like quite what this, this is, this is a little bit new to me. uh, But it did catch my attention. Um, $1.5 trillion, the Federal Reserve says that they're going to do that to kind of help stop some of the losses on the stock market, right, which didn't quite work, as far as I'm aware, It didn't seem like it it stopped those losses in the stock stock market. Uh, But what a repo operation is, is it basically it gives um, uh, these banks liquidity like it gives them a bunch of money at once that they can go and do other stuff with and then they're expected to pay that money back the next day with a Mm -hmm. little bit of interest right so they have like an overnight rate that they they get all this money they get 500 billion dollars that's what they did initially uh they they do a bunch of stuff with that and they pay it back the next day
0: with interest with interest and who gets
1: the interest uh, the Federal Reserve Bank, which again is not so a lot of people, one of the other like myths you'll see around this is like this is a Trump directed policy. It's not quite like that. For those of you who are not dirty libertarians who've been reading about this for a decade, the Federal Reserve is not actually a federal government entity. It mm-hmm. is a private bank that con- controls the currency. And, uh, it's yeah, and it has stockholders. Like, it's, yeah, it has stockholders. Like it's dividends out there. Yeah, it's like it's like a quasi-private bank. Now the. Board, the Fed, like Chairman and the Fed Board, is like appointed by government, but it, it runs sort of independently. And that's not to say it, it runs independently of politics, because politics certainly play a role in how the Fed chooses to manipulate interest rates or or things like that. But it is sort of independent. Um, and this, so this
0: bubble needs to pop. I'm sorry.
1: Well yeah and that's you know I've seen a lot of people say like our our economy's kind of been overinflated for a while mm-hmm. that maybe a lot of stocks were in fact overvalued um and this is sort of a correction but but I, I think it goes deeper than that I don't I don't think this is merely a correction I think I, I worry that this is going to be us going into a recession just because of fears of the virus are going to cause people to stop spending money and it's going to have a chain reaction throughout the economy that's going to cause legitimate damage
0: This is Rochester what do you mean go into a recession
1: you know, Rochester technically is not in a recession it is technically oh horse growing. Hockey. no it, it it is like so to, like a recession so a recession has a very specific meaning right it's it's negative growth it's when like the economy is not growing, so mm. Rochester is growing not a lot, but it is growing. Now, that doesn't mean that there isn't high unemployment rates, So, mm-hmm. which is, again, different than the actual number of people working. It is mm-hmm. the unemployment rate is defined by the people who are actively working, looking for work and are telling the government that they're looking for work. And receiving benefits. And there receiving also. benefits, right. So that's what the unemployment rate. The workforce participation rate is what you should look as to kind of a, a better indicator, in my mm-hmm. opinion, of yes. uh, you know how much is actually how, how many people are actually participating in the economy, or at least the uh, legitimate economy. And mm-hmm. by legitimate, I mean legal economy. So some people are—they may be working, they may be hustling all day, but <laughs> they, they ain't doing it in the—they're uh, doing it in the black market. Yeah,
0: th- three for twenty-five.
1: Yeah, right. So I mean, but that's—I mean, we're, we're, we're going—we're going a lot with with this type of thing. But again, the—it isn't. The one point five trillion dollars isn't quite the Federal Reserve just giving a lot of money to someone this isn't Trump saying like just dump all this money into the economy that isn't quite what's happening
0: yeah no it's just dumping it in my bank account
1: but no so it's <laughs> not it's not like they're, they're it's not like they're actually exactly spending 500 billion dollars it's like mm-hmm. a little bit like messier than that because again it's going in and then going going out so like the banks can do certain things like uh you know but trade different bonds or whatever mm-hmm. and again you know please comment in if you if you have a more informed opinion than i do on that type of stuff um but yeah uh so so anyway with with uh, that type of stuff it's it's not because it's what I've seen from the progressive left on this is like, oh well, if we can inject 1.5 trillion dollars into the economy, why can't we just uh, pay for student loans or why can't we just pay for Medicare for all? I'm like, well, it's not like again, it's not like we're adding 1.5 trillion dollars to the budget. Now we may darn well do that in the next mm. week because uh, Congress uh, feels the sense of emergency that gives them the. Uh, they think public cover to push through progressive policies uh, like uh, universal paid sick leave, uh, expansion of unemployment benefits of, um, I mean, funding for, you know, and in, in, we could debate this, but funding for, like, more testing kits, even though, my goodness, the government is the biggest impediment to that type of thing. Um, yeah. Sorry, I was going to sneeze for a second there. That's right. I know. Oh, no. I'll sneeze <laughs> not in your direction, but – that's right. I'll just rub
0: some whiskey on. You. It'll be
1: good. Yeah. No. You're you're giving me a look, and I'm like, uh, so yeah. Great radio, Going on right now. <laughs> uh, so so with uh, the 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 money that that's uh, going into this banking system, it's not quite the same. It's not a good thing either. Like again, I think the Federal Reserve does mm-hmm. things to manipulate the economy, to create bubbles, to prote- perpetuate bubbles in the economy. It's not yes. exactly a stock market bailout, uh, but it is meant to. Ease the decline of markets, but again, if the market is overinflated in the first place, if really the the stock value it, for a lot of companies is a lot higher than it ought to be, mm-hmm. then this correction might not be a terrible thing. Right. Again, what what is bad is what happens in other six eight twelve months from now does this look like 2008 does the the lack of investment and the depreciating value of stocks lead to companies making fewer investments in their workforces fewer investments in new facilities uh fewer capital investments in uh you know expanding uh, production overseas that type of stuff if all that type of stuff is happening there are actual chain reactions that'll mean that it'll be even harder for people to find work it'll be harder for i I do digital advertising for a living it means that some companies might get conservative with that type of stuff Mm -hmm. so it could affect my job even if i'm able to go to work easily by working from home there there's going to be ripple effects and that means people are again not going to be going out to restaurants and spending money they're not going to be going out to uh movie theaters to spend money they're not going to be going out to uh shop as much on on even on amazon too they're They might not. uh, They might not spend that. They're they're going to get conservative in the sense that they 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 want to hold on to their savings right now. Well, that
0: that's what was happening. Uh, Netflix, uh, uh, their stock went up. Yeah, I I swear, like the streaming companies, the movie theaters, they all dropped out. They all
1: went down. But uh, all right. So when we come back, though, we'll we'll talk uh, fake news Friday. Yeah, we'll be back in just a few. Thank you for listening to Radio Free New York. New York <laughs> Alright it is Fake News Friday And we got that Fake News Friday uh, Theme music coming in uh, So thank you For that uh, And again thank you For listening to Radio Free New York Here on WYSL Or if you're listening To the rebroadcast On WENY Or WACK and uh, we apparently rebroadcast uh, Sundays at one PM too. So, oh, are we? Uh, yeah, if you miss part of the show, you oh. and you want to listen to it on the radio, uh, tune in to WYSL at uh, one PM. Super awesome. Yeah, so that's when this episode reairs. So uh, I, I do. Uh, go, oh, you got something? Yeah, I was
0: gonna say I got some real news though. Actually, based on what we were just talking about, um, little of our listener input. Oh, um, yes, yes,
1: yes. Let's read that. I,
0: I have a buddy in Germany who's uh, very uh, fluent when it comes to the stock market and money and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, so He on. knows what he's talking about, in other words. All right, read it up. So he says, uh, as far as I know, the banks uh, taking loans from the Fed have put some form of collateral, thus putting an overall limit to the total amount they can borrow. The $1.5 can go without collateral... Therefore, potentially causing an imbalance on the banks of assets and credits. So. Right.
1: so there you go. Yeah. So now we're a little bit more informed about that. And you know, I, I need to. I I only found this story uh, last night, and I need to read up a bit more on this uh, over the weekend so I can understand it a bit better. Because it seems like this could have a huge impact on the economy. There's still a plan to do a trillion more dollars of this. Uh, so I want to know, is this a good thing, a bad thing, a neutral thing? Does it matter? I, I get the feeling whenever the Federal Reserve tries to poke its finger in the economy that it usually ends up creating distortions in the market mm-hmm. that uh, don't have long-term impacts that uh, I would appreciate, that it's better right. and less destructive to have a free market system operating.
0: I mean, the whole idea like that some businesses grow and then some die, that like philosophy has seemed to have gone out the window. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. people need to learn that that's what happens. A business grows; it can grow too big, and and you know die, and people get left. It happens.
1: Yeah, yeah. so but, that's what it I is. Mean, it's not
0: nice; it's not fun. But you got to be you know prepared yeah. for that and stuff. Th-
1: but sometimes you create bubbles that end up being more destructive in exactly. the end because we've created all this like false, uh, you know, propping up of, of companies that maybe shouldn't have. Uh, Kodak. Survived. Oh, excuse Whoa. me. I, that's goodness that's a whole other topic bro. <laughs> All right, but it is fake news Friday. Fake news Friday. We have some fake news. Uh I Always have fake news. Yes, yeah, fake news. All right. So you well, go I'm, I'm going to go first because go I, you know, actually I looked this up. I had seen comments about this uh other places and memes about this other places. Mm-hmm. But but Drew, if you're still listening, uh I did decide to to look this up and use this as a fake news item uh based on your comment and was coronavirus predicted in a 1981 Dean Koontz novel
0: I have no idea who Dean Koontz is but um, I would have to say yes for the simple fact that when you write it's like uh, the quatrains from Nostradamus once you write something down it makes no sense when you're reading it but after it's happened you go you oh yeah that's it that right it happened you know
1: <laughs> oh yeah no that's what he's talking about there it was really vague before but now it's clear and understandable right right so look at the pieces fit. Uh, all right, yeah. so I'm going to read a passage from the novel, and then you can kind of decide for yourself whether or not this is uh, true. Um, so there's there's a a page image that's been going around. It says uh, they call the stuff Wuhan 400 because it was developed by at their RDNA labs outside the city of Wuhan, and it was 400th viable strain of man-made microorganism created at the uh, research center. And this Wuhan 400 virus in the book. Yeah, was a virus that was like almost 100% mortality rate at the time oh, wow. or at the in the novel, uh, and it was created as a biological weapon. So that's what it is. Now, Snopes has rated this mostly false, really. Um, but I, I've seen other ones, uh, that said that this was a virus that was going to take place in 2020. Yeah, that's uh, what I saw too. so I've seen those. I I don't know where that's coming from. That might be a manipulated page. So like part of that might be untrue. So there really was a part in this Dean Koontz novel called like a a Wuhan virus. Although in other versions of the novel, they call it the Gorky 400 virus because it was like a Russian made virus, which kind of strikes me as, you know something that would make sense for something written in 1981. So it's one of those, like, well, there, there's something there for sure. There there really was, like, a version of the novel that had the vi- this deadly virus coming out of Wuhan. But some of the other stuff, like, did it come out in 2020? Oh, no, it did come out in 2020. I'm, I'm reading this article right yeah. now. So in, in the book, it does come out in 2020. So that's what it is. So that's mostly false-ish. It's, it's like one of those there's, – there's a nugget there, but I feel like there's a lot of books about – um potential pandemics and biological weapons, but it is interesting that there's a version of the book where it came out of Wuhan, China. Yeah, that
0: was kind of weird. I didn't see that Wuhan comment, but that's yeah. I didn't expect that. Um, yeah, so,
1: but thanks, Drew, for uh, inspiring us to look that up. I really appreciate it. All right. uh, and, and Jay says I trust Snopes as much as CNN no read yeah. Snopes with skepticism <laughs> whenever I see stuff like this I'm like mostly false okay so that means it's like probably at least half true and they're picking out one little thing and saying it's all false and that's kind of how I feel about this one too it's like no there, there's definitely something there to this mm-hmm. uh, it's interesting uh, but maybe not like predicted in the exact same way no but like who cares there's still something to it
0: mm-hmm. alright I've got uh, I think I might have two, but I got one right now. Okay. Um, the adult website, Pornhub, is now offering free premium service in Italy to ease the, uh, the coronavirus pains.
1: Oh, goodness. You know, I feel like Pornhub, they, they do a lot of political stunts like this, or, you know, like a PR mm-hmm. stunts like this, not political stunts. Like, they did the uh, the, the plowing thing when that big nor'easter hit, uh, like, the Boston area a few mm-hmm. years ago. Yep. So I feel like that's probably true.
0: According to the New York Post, it is absolutely
1: true. Well, we <laughs> can trust the New York Post. They would never po- put up fake news, would they?
0: Oh, no. Well, no. according to the New York Post, it was. That's... I'm kind of laughing at because I just saw it, and it's really, really funny to me. <laughs> yeah. But, um, all right, I do have other fake news. Oh,
1: you uh, you know, I'll let you run with those. All right, you're going to let me run? Yeah, go ahead. All right. So, <clears throat> Florida Man. Oh, goodness, Florida yes. Man. All right, you, all right, you're doing Florida Man. Go, Florida yeah. Man. Do it.
0: <clears throat> Florida Man make a prepper dating site called dataprepper.com and it has over five million new members over the past week alone and they're mostly female
1: I feel like the last part is probably fake news but I mean you know it's entrepreneurial though to you know develop a, a prepper there, there's a million dating websites out there so why why not a prepper one too
0: While I'm sure there is a pre data prepper site somewhere out there this is fake news.
1: That I is fake news. You made this up. I made this up. Oh, man. So, all right, free idea, folks. Get on it now. Yeah, Data j- Prepper website. Yeah. Do you want to find check, your man who it. has all of the toilet paper in Monroe <laughs> County? He may be out there. Yep, uh, the or the lady. You know, whatever. It's. It's. I'm sure it could be open to anybody. So, really? you, you know, get on this. Who has all the toilet paper, the pasta, and the peanut butter, and, like, you know, 500 guns in their basement? <laughs> You've got to have the like guns and ammo.
0: <laughs> yeah, got to
1: have all of it. you got to be prepared. Uh, you know, what's... A little hole dug in the backyard, you know,
0: that's, you know, you can go down there and get away from everything. I
1: don't know. I like it. I think that sounds like a good room. business opportunity. Yeah. Like, who? who's an app developer? Someone comment in, we're going to make this. We're going to make data prepper. <laughs> and I'm... It's not already out there. I, I I smell an opportunity for you know what's that? What's that? Dave Chappelle mean? Modern problems require Just modern solutions. solutions. Yes. This this is the epitome <laughs> of that right now.
0: Uh, you're out of toilet paper? Go to
1: dataprepper.com, dot com, ladies. Yeah. No, fine. Whatever, like the prepping equivalent of a sugar daddy is, <laughs> or sugar mama. Again, you know, whatever yeah, you yeah, want to yeah, do. You know. That's. Someone who's uh, well prepared. I mean,
0: oh yeah. I mean, any like Italian woman over the age of like fifty or sixty is going to have like a prepper set up anyway in the basement, you know, because <laughs> you know she's canning them tomatoes and, and 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 you know canning all the vegetables and stuff from the garden she grows, you know, during the summer and. You know, she's probably got some homemade wine if she's really Italian, you know. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. only speaking from experience. This is actually East Meadow. No, oh, I know it. <laughs>
1: I was like, what is going on here? Oh, uh, that's awesome. All right, so thanks again for joining us here on Radio Free New York. Uh, and for Fake News Friday, yes. we'll be back uh, on Monday. Yeah. Talk to you then.